You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. I'm here today with Debbie Garcia, my friend Debbie Garcia from Spirituality Going Wild, among other things. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, David. How are you? Good. So Debbie and I are going to chat a little bit about sex. (laughs) I know, the the taboo topic, right? We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to bring the stream in. And Debbie is going to talk to the stream about sex. And then we'll wrap it all up as we usually do. So let's just dive right in. The, re- the reason I wanted to talk about this, Debbie, is because I know that you're a real open-minded kind of person. Mm-hmm. We've had these conversations really off air a few times just about sex positivity, um, you know, open-mindedness around sexual behavior, how yeah. much our society screws us up about sex. And all of the the ripple effect of all of that. So let's dive into that a little bit. Wasn't it interesting how how the one how this this human body of ours, which is designed for pleasure, is the one thing we are taught. We're taught so many taboo belief systems regarding sex and around our body image and all of those things. Sex positive is truly accepting yourself first and your full potential of your own sexuality, whatever that looks like for you, and expressing it, expressing who you are, and through that. And for me, what I've discovered is that tapping into our sexuality, we tap into our sensuality, which is our passion center, which helps us to create. We create from our passion center. So it's a shift of belief in our our, uh, society is needed in how that we view sex. Sacred Euphoric Xanadu. That's my acronym for sex. It is sacred. It is a state of euphoria in a land that's magical, which is Xanadu, and anything can be. So even there, sexual imagination, fantasy, uh, fetishes, everything should be, I feel, embraced. Um, if that's what <clears throat> if that's what your if that's what your turn on is. You know, and sex positive talk is about what's your turn on, how do you express that, and how do you hold your own sacred space um, with with the proper boundaries and things like that to to really express yourself. So there's lots of things we can get into. Um, what do you What do you think that the biggest the biggest uh, misconception is about sex? Well, I, I think I really want to get down to the the core of, of why we have so many issues around sex. And it's because sex was sort of hijacked by leaders throughout history during a period of society building. The stream has talked about this quite a bit. Yeah. Where it was made taboo because it was one of the, the, the desire was to control it. 
the desire was the, the byproduct of sex can be procreation, can be. So we need to control that. We, we want to create more of us, whatever, you know, whatever that is, whether it's a religion or a country or a community or a village, there's safety in numbers and there's commerce in numbers, right? So we need to create more humans and keep the propagation of not the species, but our brand of our species rolling. We need more of us. So therefore, we're going to set up all these rules and tell everyone that God up in the sky has told us that sex is supposed to be something between one man and one woman for the purpose of procreation. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of, that really took hold across the planet, across humanity that took hold. And all of these different religions, and, and, and it's amazing the similarities between these cultures and these religions especially in the, the more advanced countries or societies, I should say, where they all boil down to just a handful of rules that really boil down to your sexual behavior of this, this idea of it's all about procreation. I know that not all of them are one man, one woman. Some of them are one man, multiple women and things like that. But it all came down to this sort of heterosexual procreation-based activity. And anything that wasn't that is a sin, including masturbation. That, mm-hmm. that one, when I was a child, that just blew my mind. I'm like, wait, it's even a sin to do that? I can't even do that? I was told that it was a sin to do that. Right. And immediately decided that I was a sinner. I've heard I've, <laughs> I'm just going to be a sinner then. I'm not going to not do that. I don't believe this whole blind line of thinking. So, yeah. I have two boys. I, I would, I definitely didn't tell them that you know, at all. In fact, but you know, that's, and I remember, I remember, you know, men in my life, they were told that they were told this, that that was, I was told that at church for sure, that masturbation was a sin and that, you know, that sex was for one man, one woman within marriage, really for the purpose of of procreation. And, and the church that I grew up in wasn't really anti contraceptive, but I know that that's, that's a big thing out there too. in a lot of religions where you're not even allowed to use contraception. Mm -hmm. It's all about creating more of, of of whatever the group is Mm -hmm. and common sense just leads you right to that. But it's amazing. Even people with common sense, even people that claim to be atheist or agnostic still have all these hangups about sex being so taboo. Well, I, have, I have gay friends and you think, you know, gay people, gosh, you've got to be pretty open-minded to be an openly gay man, right? That are, are very much have all this stigmatization around sex. We can't well, talk about because, it that much. We can't go to that depth. Yeah. I don't well, want to hear about that. God, David, just because they're gay doesn't mean that they don't have the same hang-ups as every other human. Oh, sure. Sure. And that, 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 that's just, I mean, it's just silly. It's, I get what you're saying because uh, it's viewed in society differently, but to me... It's well, because to be an openly gay person, you have, to, you have to sort of come to terms with all of the stuff that we're taught that's contrary right. to who you are. Right. And I get that. I get that. I'm just saying that I, I can only agree, imagine my compassionately that it's, it's, in fact, all my gay friends, you know... It's really like they have to work really hard to step into their true sexual nature, into their true passion, and really love themselves sexually. 
And that is so, in a lot of it's because it just gets so blown out of proportion. You know, well, gay, go, gay culture too. Can you just like any other? Everything's polarized. So you know, you come out of the closet as a gay man, and the first thing that you start getting from the gay community is that you got to be super hot. You've got to have you know nine percent body fat. You've got to have the perfect abs. You you've got to be you know look a certain way, and that's that's what you have to be to be a sexual being in, in the gay community to a lot of people. And when I was in my twenties. Yeah. That was very prevalent. And that was, it was also the, the height of the AIDS crisis. So that, you know, kind of messed with our minds too. Like, wow, you know, I just came to terms with the fact that God made me this way. That's, that's, you know, I sort of came to that realization huh? coming out of Christianity that I, I really wrestled with being gay and tried to pray my way out of it. And no matter how much prayer I, I had, no matter how much prayer I did, it didn't matter. I was still gay. And, and I had a very strong source connection. You know, as I've shared many times, the stream has been coming to me my whole life. And I really identified that with the God energy. And, and that's why I questioned religion early on, uh, you know, with all of the judgment and the rules and the needing to worship and all of that. I didn't think any of that was true. That's why I got kicked out of Sunday school as a child. <laughs> so I questioned all of it. But then, you know, that was a way that I came to terms with being gay was, Hey, I I'm in touch with my creator and I get that my creator doesn't care about this. Isn't judging me for this mm -hmm. aid me this way that I came with intention to be this way. And I'm not sure why yet at that point, I know now, but I came with that intention and that really, really evolved me very quickly as, as a gay man. And, and, you know, I really learned to love myself and accept myself. But then I got into, you know, moved to Atlanta to a bigger city from the little town that I grew up in in the South. And, mm -hmm. and then you get into gay culture and it's, you know, how A-list are you? How hot are you? How many days do you go to the gym? You know, all, all of that stuff is that messes with you, too. It's it's a it's a it, I don't think it's as prevalent now as it was back then. Or maybe I've just you know discovered a whole other slice of society. But we, we do all of this stuff. Everything's polarized. We do all of this crazy stuff to ourselves. And sexual taboos exist across all cultures, mm -hmm. all cultures. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy how taboo it's made when it's just a physical act. Well, I get that from my friends. I have, I have gay friends here in Palm Springs and, and, you know, I, I'm newly single <laughs> and definitely out playing the field, if you will. And very open, as you know, you know me, I'm very open, talk about everything that's going on in my life mm -hmm. and sometimes graphic detail. And, and I have friends that, that can't handle that. They can handle just about any other conversation, but when you get to that topic, they don't want to hear about it. Right. And, and I joke, you know, you do not want to hear about it because you're not doing it also. <laughs> do you not want to hear about it because it really bothers you? And if it does, why? Using curiosity. Yeah, I'm curious why too. What do they tell you? That it's just too much for them. It's just it too much. It's just, you just keep those things discreet and private. And I think, well, that's all a bunch of fear-based bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, my whole thing is to live a, a fear-free life. And the stream teaches us that. The stream empowers us to go live a fear-free life. And it's amazing. You know, I'm not 100% free of fear. I'm still a human being and polarity still tugs at me. But I'm, I'm pretty far along in that. And, and mm -hmm. so why be discreet? Why be private? Why worry? All of that is worrying about being judged. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Judge me. I don't care. Judge me. Right. It's fine. If you judge me as being deviant or, you know, sometimes because of what I do, mm -hmm. people think that it's a religion 
and that I'm this spiritual guy and I'm not supposed to talk about sex or have sex or have multiple partners or anything like that. And there's nothing further from the truth. The stream is very clear. They are going to flow through me as long as my intention is to share their message with the world. They share a beautiful message of love and positivity and I can go screw whoever I want to screw and they could care less. So if they don't care and they're not judging me, then I don't care if anybody else is. And that's you know, how I, I feel about it. And I, and I love that, honestly, because it, here's the thing. If we, if we don't step forward and say, hey, it's okay to talk about my sexual, your sexual needs, my sex. I mean, how do you even... How do you deal with that when you get a closed down person who, who doesn't want to talk or how are you going to, you, you, you're going to approach somebody and say, possibly like you're out dating. What do you do when you get to somebody who's just not willing to be open? Like, because they're just so shut down. Well, you know, I, I find that I'm not vibrationally matched to that kind of person much. So I'm not running into a whole lot of that. I, uh, you know, okay. The problem that I have is more with, sort of my long established friendships, people that I've known for years yeah. that struggle with it a little bit and, and seem to struggle with me being a, a quote unquote spiritual leader or spiritual author or whatever you want to, you know, call me channel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and the fact that I, I have this, this, you know, sexuality about me. And I know that there's a lot of spiritual leaders that, that kind of are prudish about it also. They would never talk about such things. And, and I don't know if it's because it's not who they really are or if they think it's bad for their brand or just what, but that's just not how David and the stream of David are going to roll. And anybody that's into the stream's teachings and anybody that's into, you know, listening to the show or reading anything that I have to, to offer or any of the teachings that we have, it's going to be sex positive. It's not going to be all about sex, certainly, because it's not all of life. But sex is a big part of life. And, and we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that it is. Look, look how much sex is used to sell. And, and you know, I, I'm into Instagram a lot. And, and, you know, I follow some of these like bodybuilder type dudes on Instagram. And it's just insane. You know, the more clothes they take off on their Instagram posts, the more likes they get. Have you thought about trying that? For me? <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just asking. Talk about trying it. You know, there goes my Debbie's brain. Oh, you know what? You're totally right, though. But sex does sell. I mean, as a matter of fact, I had a, I had a uh, event ten years ago, and I hired the Corona girls and threw them in booty shorts. Yeah, you know that that stuff sells. It does. People see some, but something you know, someone that they find appealing is visually stimulating, and we like it. Right. We all do, and and there's nothing wrong with that. So. Okay. In relationship though, in relationship and, and those boundaries, the sex positive comes into relationship. My goal is to have a sex positive relationship with the next person I'm with. And he's, hopefully he's cool with being open because that's what it needs to be. How do we, because that's how we express ourselves. That's how you tap into your passion right there. I mean, did you know that they, you can Google this, anyone who listens to this and doesn't believe me, you can Google it. Manifestation through masturbation is a thing. Getting into the highest vibration. Sex is the highest vibing orgasm. Is this that is the highest vibing space to be in? I mean, Drew, talk about creation. So think about it. If that's the highest space that you could be in is during orgasm, whether it's masturbation or with another person, 
then why wouldn't you want to do that? And why would you think that it's anything wrong with that, with that whatsoever? People use it in ta- tantric teachings to take themselves and elevate themselves through orgasm to a, ta- to, a, to a heightened space, which I've not tried and I want to. And there's tantric teachers here. But think about the fact that that's where your, your actual physical being is at its lightest, greatest space. And it's healing. It's sending all of these great hormones and wonderful healing properties into your body. The oxytocin alone is just, I mean, that is healing for you. So anybody that doesn't think that they need sex is, I'm sorry to tell you, but the Dr. Debbie just, I'm not really a doctor, but I really did just order it because it's what heals your body. Tapping into your passion heals your body. Sex rocks. Absolutely. Well, it obviously raises your, your vibration. Yeah. You, you're, you know, you relax, you feel amazing. It's connection if you're with somebody else. We, we talk about up the spiral and down the spiral. I, you know, I, I challenge anyone, have you ever had a, you know, down the spiral orgasm? Probably not. If you're down the yeah. spiral, that's probably not going to happen. I kind of, I actually did. Probably. In the moment of? Hmm. Well, I guess if you're, I guess if you're fighting it in that moment or something's going on that you're not wanting to go on, which is a whole different scenario that I'm, you know, we don't have to dip into that on this episode, but yeah, you know, this is sex positive and um, absolutely you're raising your vibration during orgasm. Yeah. So the key to everything is raising your vibration. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, for those that, you know, practice Taya, something that, that we teach and talk about a lot on the show, you know, Taya is all about raising your default vibration and doing different things to raise your general vibration. And if you have a very healthy relationship with yourself. And if you have a healthy attitude towards sex, whatever that looks like for you, you know, and this isn't about pressuring people into doing stuff that they don't want to do, but pull fear out of the equation. That's the stream's advice for everything. Do you really not want to do it? Or are you afraid to do it? Are you afraid of it? Are you afraid of being judged? Are you afraid that it's not going to work out the way that you want? Pull fear out and then explore. And discern preferences. And, and the, the wonderful thing about life, and I will tell you, the reason I'm an extremely happy 51-year-old is that I'm always exploring and, and trying new things. Mm-hmm. I'm not stopping. And there's a lot of people right. that, you know, sort of get into their 40s and just settle in and decide, well, this is what life's going to be. You know, it's not everything I wanted, but at least I have a roof over my head. And okay, I'm just going to settle. And I'm in this relationship. And it's not that satisfying. But we're together, and I don't want to give up half my stuff, and you know oh, we don't even have sex true. anymore. Yeah, people just yeah, so you know what they do. Then you know what they do. Then they go and they have this big secret love, love affair. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That totally well, I mean, it's it's very obvious if you look at society that that for most people, a long term monogamous relationship is not realistic. They are not successful. And if you've got two people that both want that and that's their true desire, do it. Go for it. No judgment on either way on any of it. But I know so many married people that cheat. I've got a lot of straight oh, married okay. friends that, that cheat. Me too. And that's- as a gay man, you meet a lot of mar- straight married men who are out messing around with other men. It's very common. Very, very what? common. I, I'll be honest. I mean, I always thought uh, my ex, sorry, 
if you ever listen. I was going to say, don't mention names on the podcast, please. <laughs> Never mind. Now I can't tell the story because I said the name. <laughs> Shit. Well. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to be taking a GoFundMe for David's uh, legal fund, please. Anyway, moving on to a different topic. It was a good. I'll tell you what. Y'all listen another time and I'll tell you the story. About Mr. X. Mr. X. But in the meantime, you know, when we tap into our true sexual nature, and I really do, I'm just telling you guys, use masturbation, figure out what it is you like. Because how in the world, you know, how many of you are just like, your, your sex life sucks, can't figure out why. Probably because you're not communicating your needs and you're not going to know your needs until you, until either you're open enough with the person you're with or you open enough with yourself to explore. I love that word explore that you were using, David, because I think that's really important. Explore who you are sexually, not the, not the sexual being that you t- thought you were supposed to be, mm-hmm. but the sexual being of the, that's in your true nature and explore that, that creature. And see who comes out. You, you don't know who's going to come out unless you uh, explore and and see what that looks like for you. You can do it by yourself, you know. You don't have to have somebody with you. But if you're lucky enough to have someone with you, do that and have fun with it. Break out the video camera. Get the camera. Make it really a fun, positive environment where... I mean, you've got candles going and whatever. And actually, you could even just be cruising down the freeway and see this really cool rock formation and go, oh, that's rad. Go see if it has a secret hidden spot. Excite yourself. Bring fun into it. Don't. Sex positive is about really reaching in there and embracing it. Grab that bull by the horns. I was going to say, you said reaching in and grabbing the bull by the horns in one sentence. So the eighth grader in me just wants to giggle at that sort of thing. So that was good. You know, grab the bull by the horns. No pun intended. Yeah. So I know everybody's listening right now thinking, okay, these, these two horny middle-aged people sitting here talking about sex. That's great. (laughs) But what does the stream have to say about sex positivity? I want to ask the stream about connection about energetic connection with the other other realms and if you can pull that into your sexual experience Hmm, that's a good question that's That's what i want to know yeah very good question so let's take a quick break when we return we will be hearing all about sex from the stream Ooh, sexy (laughs) we'll see what they have to say we'll be right back after this message here's a few words from one of our recent taya boot camp graduates hi guys it's matt here from sydney australia and i just wanted to share what i got out of doing the taya boot camp recently the biggest thing i got out of it was a set of tools that i can use daily in my practice now to create the life i want and i really understand now that i can have anything i put my desire to using these uh, tools on a daily basis. The most unexpected thing I got out of uh, doing the Thai Bootcamp was um, I just got so much out of the two uh, hour-long sessions that you get to do directly with, with the stream. Um, and it's an opportunity for you to ask questions directly to, to pure source energy and have them answer uh, anything you, you want. And I just found that uh, terribly, terribly useful. So I, I couldn't recommend Thai Bootcamp enough. Thank you, Matt. 
To learn more about Taya Bootcamp, visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A. And there you will be able to book a free discovery meeting with me and learn more about this life-changing process. We are here. We understand that you have questions for us. Well, we were having, David and I were having the, this sex positive conversation. And I had this question about, we were talking about using the, using the human being orgasm to also to tap into the higher vibration. Because in talking about that being the highest vibration, my curiosity went to what about connecting what we call sexually or sensually to the other realms? And can we pull that down into the experience we're having? For instance, you know, somebody that passed away still seeing my seeing connection, but pulling it down into the physical, whether it's alone or with a partner. We will we we will start with your 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 physical body when you are mentally aligned and you are mentally up your spiral, your body follows that, and 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 certainly it is possible to have certain reactions physically that are not necessarily derived from you being up your spiral. Obviously, the most satisfying sexual experience as with any other experience that you are going to have is, is, is via being up your spiral first and setting an intention for a positive experience and, and allowing that connection to flow regardless of what you're doing. And there's absolutely no reason that your sexual activity would be precluded from that. We understand that humanity has allowed yourselves to, to be very controlled and, and, and sometimes brainwashed regarding the topic of sex and orgasm and things of this nature that, 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 that your leaders have, have wanted to sort of take control and, and, and make these things very taboo across multiple societies on planet earth. Mm-hmm. And, and that has, has provided contrast for humanity for quite some time. And, and of course we are, we are here to guide all of you to lives of freedom and joy. If that is the preference that you discern. And, and we are here to tell you that your freedom and joy is, is very much connected to your, your sexual freedom. You're, you're not allowing yourselves to be told what to do by another, not allowing yourselves to, to, to be controlled by another, to discern your true preferences and, and allow those things to manifest in, in your lives. Now, when it comes to the question regarding connecting to other realms, anything that you focus upon an appreciation when, when you were speaking of non-physical and, 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 and there, there is a difference when you say realms, we are assuming and feeling that you are referring to non-physical. Correct. And the, the, the non-physical realm is, is, is a realm of pure positive energy. And, and, and if you are desiring to connect with the energy of, of, of someone that you knew in physical, who, who is in their completed state and non-physical, the, the very best way to connect with that energy is via your appreciation of them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you are fantasizing about someone, especially in a sexual way, you are generally in appreciation of them. Hopefully. 
And when you are indeed, and, and, and when you are appreciating, you, you are connected. Mm-hmm. The, the, these, these loved ones, these, these other beings that you appreciate and, and, and care about, regardless of the true nature of, of, of what you thought your relationship was in physical, through that appreciation, you, you are connected. You are connected to their energy. And, and if they were indeed someone that you were close to mm-hmm. in one way or another in life, they are your vibrational neighbor. And it, the, the, their energy is very much attached to your energy, whether they are in physical, in, in your current time or not. So via your appreciation of them, you are connecting to them. And via your appreciation of them in any activity, including a, a sexual activity, whether you are with one, with many, or, or alone, you, you can pull that energy, that energy connection that you hold into you. And it's important to understand that, that you very often as human beings view this from a, a human perspective, but in non-physical, your energy and, and, and the, all energy is omnipresent, omniscient. So, so you are not pulling that, that energy as a singular focus into that scenario. That energy is available across all planes and, and, and you are pulling your connected version of it to you. And, and, and that can be a very satisfying experience if that is your desire. Sounds like it can, it can be a way to connect, feel for the, the human being that's in grief and also um, go to a higher, higher state of being while they're here. That's pretty neat. Thank you. So when people, acceptance, acceptance. In the sex positive world, it's super important stream for us to accept people as they are how do we how do we share about stepping out of fear and into acceptance for sec- for our sexual being well you understand that our teachings are all about guiding you up your spiral guiding you to what we call the higher perspective that is available to all of you because mm-hmm. you are all connected to our energy. We flow through into each and every one of you and, and, and you have this available to you at all times. And, and the more you relax, the more you remove fear, the more you go up your spiral, the more you find things to appreciate, the more you are connecting at a higher vibrational level to the energetic realm. The, 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 the positive core of source energy where we reside is pure positive energy. And when you are up and positive, you are part of that flow. And, and mentally taking yourselves there more often and being allowing yourselves to be connected more often will really begin to change your, what we call your default vibration, where you are, you are living at a higher vibrational frequency much of the time. And, and, and this, is, this is a project that you can all work on for the balance of your lives, if you so desire, getting higher and higher and higher on your spiral more of the time, rarely going down, gaining these tools to recognize when you begin to drop, when polarity begins to pull you down and, 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 and building the tools within yourselves to move back up the spiral, back up into the, the, the highest vibration you can reach, understanding mm-hmm. that there is always a, a new height. There is higher and higher and higher. And soon your, your, your old high becomes your new low. And, and you continue to do this. And, and the idea is not to become 
perfect. The idea is to become clear. And in your clarity, understanding the way your imperfections serve you and, and the way that the imperfections of humanity, of physical, serve all creation. And in that clarity, relaxing into not judging, not needing to be right, not needing anyone else on your planet to behave in any other way to please you, not needing to be pleased by another. This is a very high vibrational way of life that very few human beings are allowing themselves to reach, but is available to all of you. And as you all collectively ascend to this, this higher vibration that you are in the process of, you are all gaining access to these higher and higher levels. And, and, and again, it is not about reaching what you would call a, a deity-like state of perfection at all. It, it is about appreciating your downtime, your obstacles, the, 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 the good and the bad, the things that you discern as not your preference on your planet, coming to appreciate what all of that is truly about and your understanding of it from a higher perspective. Okay, so compassion. What I'm hearing, I'm hearing compassion. And it seems to be one of the keys, appreciation, compassion. Um, so exercising more compassion. Uh, for compassion your... that you are allowing others to, to, to experience their contrast. Yes. That, that there is a misunderstanding about compassion that, 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 that you need to dive into another's vibration and, and meet them at their level to try to help them up their spiral. But if you have to go down your spiral to meet them at their level, you are not going to have much to offer to get either one of you up yours or theirs. We do not guide you to go down your spiral to meet another at, at, at the level where they are residing down their spiral. So, so the, that is not the definition of compassion that we would guide you toward. We, we guide you toward being up your spiral, setting your stream-connected, source-connected example up your spiral for another, having compassion, allowing everyone on your planet to live their contrast, allowing them space to, to move through their, their obstacles, e even if they are not moving through in such a way that would be your preference. Or you are for them. And how this works into our, our passion, because the whole idea behind our, our conversation about sex positive thought is because of how important it is to tap into the passion of, of self. And it starts there. And the pleasure that we experience to bring it forward and out. And I hear what you're saying. Compassion is different. Compassion is allowing. Is what I'm hearing too. Indeed. You, the, the, the compassion that we, that, that we guide you to, if you wish to be joyous, and, and, and you wish to, to view it from what we would call the highest perspective, is to absolutely be in a state of allowing everyone on your planet to live their contrast and, and, and not try so hard to hold others away. Discern your preference, certainly. We are not saying do not attempt to create new and do not attempt to make better, but make better in your own bubble of reality. 
not for another, regardless of your relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Think of how many problems you cause yourselves when you begin to try to create in another's life experience. So then it comes down to what I'm confused with is when you, okay, so I, I vibrate pretty high. I mean, like I'm, and I'm, I mean, just like every human being go down the spiral. And I notice that those people are just not there in alignment. You know, I don't have to really interact. They, get, they, they, they fade from your lives. As you move up your spirals, the, 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 the lower vibrational humans, the lower vibrational beings, and, 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 and we are not giving you that term to use in judgment of others, certainly, because it all serves a purpose. Right. We hope that those of you who listen to our words often are coming to understand. But a, a, allowing all of that to be, not, not needing to be right, not needing for others to agree with you, not needing for others to believe the way that you believe but releasing your fear, being up your spiral and allowing yourselves to pursue whatever it is that you wish to pursue and, and, and live your lives in, in a very up the spiral, very free of fear way, which you can absolutely achieve as human beings, even a polarized environment such as planet Earth, as all physical environments are, you are going to have positive and negative with everything. But, mm-hmm. but, but viewing your lives from that perspective, that, that it all serves you, and, and the negative is not to be feared. The, the, the negative serves to, to be the launch pad of your next new creation. Mm-hmm. Viewing your, your world and your lives from that high perspective will change your lives. And, and, and there, is, there is nothing that is off limits for you. There is nothing that is taboo. The, 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 you are allowing yourselves to be encumbered by human created rules when you deal with taboos and, and things of this nature. Thank you so much for expanding our thoughts, our perspectives, bringing us into a different state of awareness. Thank you very much. Much love. That is all we have. Hi, it's David. I'm back. So I'm going to talk real quick just to wrap up with Debbie about what she got from the stream. Hello, David. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. Well, you're so welcome. Yeah. What I got from the stream was that uh, appreciation, appreciation in all things. Um, As we're looking through the lenses of life, we, we look at life with more appreciative eyes and hearts. Uh, So the answer for tapping into uh, uh, tapping into, I called it realms. She called it something else. Was yes, we can very much so tap in. You know, make our attention to tap in to um, and raise our height and raise ourselves and our vibration at the same time. You know, make the intention during uh, sex to to bring that energy in. And yes, we can. We can do anything we want to do, basically, is what I'm getting from the stream. Anything we want to do. He said we're limitless. And he said that, you know, if you can dream it, you can be it. You are it. Period. No question. And just keep our nose in our own business. That's my words. Yeah. Just keep your nose in your own business and keep to... 
other people are going to do what they're going to do. It's not right, wrong. We talk about that a lot with the stream. Everything's right in the perspective of the person that's it's having the experience. And the stream's like, let them do their thing. Let them have their contrast. Stop interfering. With compassion, stop interfering. That doesn't mean you say, screw you, fuck you, I'm out. That means with my heart, I show up, I love you where you're at, and I'm not telling you you're broken. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stick to with them in even the stream set. But like this, but stream also said, if you're not vibrating, they just fall away. If you're not vibrating. Yeah, yeah well, I, you know, again, I've experienced that lately. You know, people that aren't vibrationally aligned with me anymore are just sort of disappearing from my life. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's definitely a tough thing. But I always know, David, that when that happens, that it's because it's making room for extraordinary to walk in. And I also will say, hey, I will pray and I'll say, remove that for me, which is not of my best and highest good for myself and all. Because, it, you know, and then I have to let go. And sometimes I wind up by myself, like literally just completely alone and not talking to anybody for a bit. And it's, you know, so it's really a beautiful thing when we see the vibration change because we know great things are coming. So the stream also said to love the contrast. Oh yeah. They're big on that lately. That contrast stuff. Dude, like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a thing. Oh, the they're, they're, big, they're big on that all the time. I'm joking. But, I love um, contrast. But you know, that's, that's a lovely message. You know, when we stop being afraid of going down the spiral, because that's not a ticket to, you know, that's a ticket down the spiral when you're fearing something and it just makes it worse when you're down there. And I can tell you, you know, I, I do, I, I'm up the spiral most of the time, most of the time. And when you get used to being up the spiral most of the time, I tell people in boot camp this all the time because they'll get a couple of weeks into boot camp and say, gosh, you know, I was DTS. It was just terrible. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, yeah, you know, once you get used to being up more often, it's like you fly and coach your whole life. I think I've shared this on here before, but you get to hear it again. You fly and coach your whole life. I remember I flew and coach, you know, all the way through my 30s into my 40s. I never sat in first class. It wasn't even on my radar. I always flew coach. And then when I started flying all the time for work, I started getting upgraded all the time to first class. And then I also had the money to fly first class when I went on vacation. When I went on vacation. So I really got used to sitting in first class. Well, every once in a while, you don't get a flight with first class. You get a first, you know, there's no first class available in the flight or you're not upgraded and you thought you were going to get upgraded and you get back in coach. And man, coach sucks so bad once you sit in class all the time. Yeah. Yeah. When you're up the spiral all the time and then you go down, it really sucks. But the beauty of that is you really notice it. You become very aware and, and, and you can look back across your life and realize, gosh, I was really operating from down the spiral most of the time. Right. And that's why this, this Taya spiritual practice is all about raising your default vibration. So you're not down there Mm -hmm. nearly as much and you're just happier and lighter and more connected. And that just becomes your way of life. The abundant stuff just flows from there. It's a beautiful, magical thing, but, but, you know, what we do in the practice and with the streams teachings is we're getting rid of the stuff that takes us down our spiral and back to the subject of sex, 
look how often this topic takes us down our spiral in our society because people feel guilty because there's things people want to do. They either they're not doing and they feel bad that they're not doing them or they want to do them mm-hmm. and uh, they are doing them. And then they, you know, they're, they're having to run and hide and be in secret about it. And there's all this shame and guilt and all this weird emotions around sex. And I would just love to see us move to a place where we can be a lot more free and open about it and not, not have all of these crazy taboos and rules and and things that, again, I see intelligent people allowing themselves to, to be really controlled by society in regard to sex. It's, it's one, it's sort of like the, one of the last frontiers of, of where we're really allowing ourselves to be managed by somebody else. And that sucks. Yeah. And I hear that. And what I, what I feel is that, especially in the area of intimacy and sexual connection, it's so important to have communication and communicate needs. You know, life is about learning for me to communicate my needs. And it, that's something that, I think is really important because you know what? We can't communicate our needs sexually. We can't expect them to be met. So right. And, well, and, where, and, and where is that rooted? Right. And where is that rooted? That's a really good topic. So we'll, and we can pick that up next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, because I'm running, running out of time. I understand. I'm running out of All time. Right, so. I, actually, let's do that. I really want to kind of dive into that one if, if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Okay. Well, I want to take a moment to thank you, Debbie Garcia, so much for joining us and and sharing your thoughts on this topic. I I love that you will just jump on here and dive right into it. Uh, You know, I'm the same way. So I hope everyone got something great out of today's broadcast. And we will definitely have you back again real soon. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. The stream of David.com. Seriously, it's time to get yourself into your Taya boot camp. Let's, hey, Bootstraps on. Let's go. (laughs) Well, thank you for the bootcamp plug. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back next week with a new episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Bootcamp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.